Welcome to Soul Old 2. This is the podcast that is putting the oxygen back into the Christian life one, one soul at a time. And uh, this is Lou Perez, and I'm so glad to be with you. And we've been talking about hope. What is hope? I would suggest to you today that hope is like oxygen. A, a Puritan, an unknown Puritan, literally, he once said, uh, it has been described as the oxygen of the soul, as the last ray the cloud obscures as the lighthouse pouring its golden light over life's ocean. It is humankind's greatest friend, their greatest foe. And I would put in parentheses if if it's a false hope. So this is what hope is like. Just as biological organisms cannot live without oxygen, human beings cannot live without hope. I've always believed that, that the saying where there's Life, there is hope, is not enough. I, I prefer to believe that where there is hope, there is life. Because we can have life without hope. We can have no life at all and live in an existence that, that has no meaning. But when there is hope, there is a life and there is vision and there is purpose and there is traction and there is momentum. So hope, in a sense, I would suggest today, is that which arises when things are hopeless. That's what hope does. It's like the white blood cells that kick in when there is an infection. Hope kicks in when there is hopelessness, when there is darkness, when we want to quit. G.K. Chesterton said, It is only when everything is hopeless that hope begins to be a strength. So think about hope like oxygen. But also, I want to encourage you to think about hope, real hope, as something that God gives. We can't manufacture it by ourselves. We can do all kinds of things and, you know, live by the, the maxim, there's no fate but what we, what we make kind of idea. But really, when you think about it, real hope has to come from God because He created us. The one who created us knows how to fix us, knows how to encourage us, knows how to put wind in our sails and light in our darkness. Our universe was born from hope. It says in the Bible that darkness covered the waters, and God said, let there be light. And His Spirit hovered over those waters. Now notice that God never said, bring light out of dimmer light or gray light. But he said, bring light out of darkness. God goes right to the heart of the problem and brings hope. And the scriptures speak of Christ coming into a world that is filled with darkness and hopelessness. In the book of John, chapter 1 and 5, and verse 5, it says, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. That is one of the most encouraging scriptures we can read. Because with God there is always, always hope. And John 8.12 says, I am the light of the world. These are the words of Christ. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Now Jesus wasn't saying there, you'll never have problems, or you'll never struggle, or you'll never be afraid. But you will have the light of life. You'll have a light that will guide you through those seasons, if you trust in Him. I find that without this kind of hope, Without such a hope, we live a bumper sticker cliché. When I see bumper stickers, 
bumper stickers are notorious for saying these flowery words that don't always have substance behind them. It might sound cool and catchy, but has no real power to save me. When I need hope, I need hope that is beyond myself, beyond my words, beyond my strength and my cunning and my wisdom and my talents. And I believe that only God can give me that. This is why the book of Ephesians calls hope the helmet of hope or the helmet of salvation. God's hope is is a psychological piece of armor that guards your mind against dark thoughts and despair and depression. And I believe that if you battle depression in your life, ask God to shine His light on your mind, on your thoughts, and give you hope. So think about hope this way, that you cannot envision tomorrow without it. To look at tomorrow without hope is a very dark and hopeless way to live. You can't see through tomorrow's obstacles or next year's challenges or the Goliath that stands in front of you without a sense of hope. Theodore once said, to live without hope is to cease to live. When we have no hope, something in us stops. Something in us becomes arrested. We become, we become rigid in a situation. Some of us get stuck in a rut. And this is why it's it, it, a fascinating thing that when a woman is in labor, she endures the pains of birth in the hopes that something beautiful will come of it, and that is her child. And it, it is so heartwarming when you see a mother first see her child and grasp that child to her bosom. It is the most beautiful thing Because hope has been fulfilled and pain has been forgotten. And we live in a world where many people are living in pain and they've never had the hopes fulfilled. That's why the Bible says that hope deferred, you know, hope that doesn't happen, makes the heart sick. A person feels sick on the inside when their hopes do not become realized. So we are only as strong as our hopes As our hopes are, so is our confidence, so is our joy, so is our peace, so is our patience, so is our endurance, so is our vision, and so is our purpose in life, as we hope. When you don't have hope, you want to give up. You want to throw a caution to the wind and say with with cold indifference, who cares? Why don't I just eat, drink, and be merry? Because tomorrow I'm going to die anyway, so who cares? And I believe that often people go on the wrong path, not because they're these horrible people or mean people, but people go on the wrong path and do wrong things because they have lost hope. And that's why we we, we need to contend for our hopes. We need to fight to keep them. There was a prophet in the Old Testament named Elijah. He was one of the most powerful of all prophets, uh, prophets, and he lost his hope to the point where he asked God to kill him. So imagine if if God's own soldiers, if God's own people go through these things, how much more maybe people who don't know God or don't follow God might feel this way. And that's why almost two-thirds of the Psalms are dedicated to people who struggle with hopelessness because God sees something in us that needs hope. 
So again, what is hope? Hope is that oxygen in your life that God wants to restore and give. And so I want you to think about hope one last way before we we end our time together. That hope is not always something that you, you can perceive with your five senses. This is why the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. And hope, hope that is seen is not really hope. So when it comes to godly hope or hoping in God, it's not something that your five senses can always register. Because faith transcends the, the senses. It's, it's called a noumenal idea. It's beyond the five senses. And so I encourage you to have faith, to have faith in God and hope in God. That, and don't wait for the feeling to come. Just pursue your life by faith until hope comes, until your heart catches up. If you like this podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. Mm-hmm.